Hello and welcome to the Friendly City Insider, an inside look at the issues making news at City Hall that also affect you, of course. I'm Communications Manager Craig Hemingway, and coming up on this episode, the 2018 Budget how it affects you this year, and the financial realities our city faces into the future. You know, it is the uh, old good news, bad news scenario. Good news, over the last few years, we have identified some major challenges with infrastructure in our city, and our council has begun to address them. The bad news, of course, is that there is a lot of work that needs to be done over the next decade or two. Very expensive work. City Finance Director Brian Acker will join us shortly to explain that. Now, before we get there, a couple other items of interest. The City of Moose Jaw is in need of a new Canada Day committee. If helping plan Canada Day festivities in Moose Jaw sounds like something you or your group would like to do, we would love to hear from you. The Canada Day Committee is supported to a certain extent by the city's Parks and Recreation Department with some funding and, and will help you through some of the logistics of, of actually putting on events. Uh, but there's also room for groups to be creative. So if you want more information, you can call our Parks and Rec Department 694-4447, the deadline March 30th to apply. And in case you hadn't heard, the city, with help from our Traffic Services Advisory Committee, is pondering some changes to the city's traffic bylaw. Some of those changes include mandatory helmets for anyone under the age of 18 riding a bicycle, recreational vehicle parking limits of 48 hours on city streets and roads, down from 72 hours, no skateboarding or inline skating, rollerblading on Main Street North between Manitoba and Saskatchewan streets, that includes the sidewalk on Main Street. Also, speed limits in city construction zones would be 60% of the posted limit. For example, if there is construction in a 50 km per hour zone, the speed limit drops to 30 when construction workers are present. And under the traffic bylaw, a warrant-based system is used to determine the necessity of new traffic controls like lights or stop signs, yield signs, those sorts of things. Uh, and under the warrant system, established engineering standards will provide criteria like traffic counts and or incidents of collision which warrant the proposed traffic control device or sign. This system has not always been used. Now City Council is considering these changes but would welcome your input and there are a couple of ways to give that feedback. We've got a short online survey you can take and so far hundreds have taken it already. You can find it on the city's website moosejaw.ca and you can also find the links on our Facebook and Twitter pages as well. The deadline to fill out that survey is 10 a.m. Friday, March 23rd. You could also send an email to cclerk at moosejaw.ca. Now, on to the 2018 budget, which was approved by City Council Monday evening, March 12th. The operating budget, $70.3 million, and also $256 million in capital spending over the next five years. Some of the highlights on how that money is being spent, $23 million for construction of the Buffalo Pound to Moose Jaw Water Supply Transmission Line Project. $14 million of that coming this year. Close to $6 million for Phase 3 of water main replacement. Another $3.6 million going to road rehabilitation. More paving and fixing of city streets. $2.3 million to replace the Main Street northbound bridge. Just under $500,000 to replace sidewalks, curbs, and medians. $165,000 to convert the East End Park paddling pool to a spray park. That'll be fun this summer. Uh, a few positions added to the city of Moose Jaw as well. A project manager 
major, uh, being hired to the engineering department oversee that hundreds of millions of dollars in infrastructure work. Also uh, an assistant city planner uh, and a geographic integrated services technician or a GIS tech to help maintain and update city infrastructure records. So as a result of those changes and more, of course, uh, our property tax is going up 6.4% in 2018, in addition to a 9% water rate increase, 6% sewer rate increase. So for the average assessed home of $252,000, property taxes would rise another $82 per year or $682 a month. Uh, and with the new rates in place, the average residential sewer and water bill rises from about $102 a month to about $110 a month. We decided to get some insight into the budget process and some frank talk about the financial realities facing our city, not only this year, but over the next several. And to provide that insight is City Finance Director Brian Acker. Brian, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, you've been one of the one of the busiest people here at City Hall, certainly uh, through the, well, really year long, because you're always dealing with something that's budget related for sure. But but certainly as we go through budget time, uh, you're incredibly busy at compiling all the reports in the various departments and packaging those for, for City Council to weigh. And then also having to do, uh, do those calculations, some of them in real time as uh, decisions are made or, or aren't made through the budget process. I guess take us, even just give us a quick synopsis of, yeah, those responsibilities you bear for the City moose job well we certainly do as a finance department i mean i mean part of our our role for the city is obviously to facilitate the budget process so that starts off early early in the year with a you know determination of of the call for estimates for the budget what what does council want to see what what are the guidelines for doing the budget uh, working with departments to actually prepare those budgets get them ready for council the actual presentation to council of the budgets and then of course once we get into the budget deliberation process council needs all that information all the appropriate information to make their the right decisions and as you go through that process oftentimes there's a need for additional information on an additional report that sort of thing so certainly we focus on getting that information to council so they can make the appropriate decisions well speak to the uh, you know the timing of the budget and some things that look like they're going to be changing as we go into 2019 but of course the most important thing is uh, what just happened for the 2018 budget process. The 2018 budget was approved uh, by City Council on March 12th, a 6.4% municipal property tax hike, 9% uh, hike to our water rates and 6% to our sewer rates. I, I guess quickly, Brian, I guess, can you explain uh, the need behind those hikes and, and where that money and how it's allocated? Well, really the need behind those those increases are simply the to, to be able to fund our operating budget and our capital budget. Our operating budget is about $70 million, so some of that municipal tax increase is just for things like wage increases, energy costs go up, those sort of status quo things. It's the same service we're providing today that we will tomorrow, but unfortunately it costs more. So that's, that's a component of that mill rate increase. The other significant component of that mill rate increase is almost 2% of it is being directed to our water utility, and it's being directed for infrastructure renewal. It's, it's not for operating costs, it's simply for renewal. So council has decided that a portion of that municipal tax increase will be dedicated to that and it'll help fund some of that $135 million in capital renewal that our water utility requires over the next five years. Yeah, and then some of that, of course, that's traced back to uh, the referendum at the previous election in terms of funding the, the water main replacement program where you know a funding model was defeated. So a new funding model had to be created and part of that was that, that extra 2%, is that right? Um, it, 
it was wasn't identified just as the two percent. Actually, there there was a eight point seven five percent that was going to be a component of that, and council has has fulfilled that in the past. That's part of the mill rate that's that's already there. Um, but certainly, yes, I mean, that was one funding mechanism. 30% of that cost was going to come from a local improvement from the homeowner. Um, without that, there obviously needs to be a replacement. Some of that is utility rate increases. Some of it is, as councils decided this year, is actually on your property tax increase. Right. Infrastructure, of course, uh, the, the, the biggest word and in, in, in that commitment to making sure our infrastructure is solid and, and gets rebuilt over time is in this budget. And that is reflected not only the operating budget, but also the, the capital budget, if you could explain mm -hmm. a little more about that. Certainly, like uh, our capital budget over the next five years is, is about $256 million. So a quarter of a billion dollars for the city of Mooshja. That's no insignificant amount of money. Um, and just to put that in a little bit of perspective, annually we generate about $27 million from our municipal tax levy. So that's all the property taxes that are paid in Mooshja. This $256 million is almost 10 times that. So if we took the next 10 years of our tax revenue and just dedicated it to funding our infrastructure, it would consume all of that, those monies and obviously leave nothing else to operate the city, which we can't do. But I think it puts it in perspective. It is no small amount of money we need to reinvest in our community. Yeah, can you, uh, and, sorry, and can you go over some of those capital projects for us? Um, there, there's a whole host of them, but, but some of the significant ones are, are certainly the uh, Buffalo Pound transmission line. That's a $23 million project that's going to replace a, a line that was done in the 1950s that needs to be replaced, our only source of water. Uh, there's a Buffalo Pound treatment plant upgrade project. In total, it was about $34.2 million. City of Mooshjaw's share is about 27% of that. That's working its way towards completion, and that was upgrades at the plant so that the water quality is better and, and those sorts of things. Um, there's reservoir work that needs to be done. Uh, there's there's <clears throat> a whole host of infrastructure work related to our bridges and structures in Mooshjaw. Many of them have been neglected for many years, so there's a need to rehabilitate them and 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 you know bring them up to standards where they should be. Yeah, and some of that work you're seeing in progress, or we'll see very soon. Of course, the the transmission line project is underway on Main Street North off the service roads and a portion of uh, Thatcher Drive West there as well. And uh, as we uh, indicated in the uh, release about the 2018 budget, the, the Main Street Northbound Bridge set to be replaced uh, later on this year. So I, I think yeah, we're going to see at least the the fruits of, of that some of that money. Uh, which does help, you know, uh, for the for the public perception. Certainly, we as residents at least like to see that money in action, as opposed to sometimes maybe not knowing how how where it's all going, right? Yeah, and and I think too, one project we should mention as well as well, of course, is the about six million dollars a year we're we're spending on cast iron water main replacement. That's a twenty year program, so that's one hundred and twenty million dollars just there to rehabilitate about eighty kilometers of cast iron water mains. So that again is no small project for the city of Moose yeah, and we should have some news on phase three of uh, water main replacement very, very soon here. So certainly stay tuned for that. Well, uh, yeah, we've talked about uh, the $256 million capital spending yet to come. And there's also uh, about $180 million in unfunded capital projects. So these are projects, again, that have been identified as as necessities at some point, correct? That's correct. So our, our unfunded capital budget isn't a wish list or anything like that of things we'd like to do someday or, or it'd be nice if we had the money. They are items that will come into 
the regular capital budget. Cast iron water mains would have been on that list at one time because there wasn't funding available to do them. <clears throat> Unfortunately, with most of those, what happens is we get to a point where it's no longer a decision where you can put them off. They have to be done. They move from the unfunded into the funded capital budget. And that's why in our capital budget, we're seeing over $250 million in projects. As much as nobody wants to, again, have taxes go up, we at least are seeing you know, them being addressed, certainly the immediate needs of, of, of getting them funded through this means. And, and, and beyond taxation, I mean, what are we, need, we do need other sources of funding to come into play at some point to, to help these and, and, and ease some of that burden on the taxpayer, don't we? Um, certainly. I, I mean, the, the largest other source of funding we have is, <clears throat> is contributions from the other two levels of government, whether it's the province or, or it's the federal government. Um, especially in terms of infrastructure. Uh, that is something that uh, they do have programs from time to time. Moose <coughs> enters into that, that competition for those funds and we certainly need a portion of those funds to be able to move this forward. Um, I've often said before and, and uh, people have heard me, uh, the city of Moose gets about eight cents of every tax dollar that's levied in this community. The other 92 cents goes to the federal and provincial government. So. That 92 cents, a, a portion of that, even a small portion of that, needs to come back to our community to help fund our, our infrastructure to, so that we can replace it. Can you explain those numbers? Um, in terms of that? Yeah. Yeah, that, so that's just, that's based on pro all the taxes that are collected. So whether it's property tax, GST, PST, income tax, um, there's been analysis that's done, and, and my source of information is the Federation of Canadian Municipalities, and eight cents of that on average goes to the municipal government. 92 cents goes to federal and provincial governments. And it's actually broken about 50% uh, is federal government, 42% is the province. So they get the vast majority of taxes. And <clears throat> unfortunately, municipalities only get a small portion, but reality is in Saskatchewan and all across the country, your cities, your towns are the economic drivers of, of your economy. We're the ones who create you know, the platform for growth for business and, and other you know, endeavors in the community. And if we don't have the funds to properly service, provide infrastructure, those sorts of things, it, it's, it's just a spiraling effect in terms of economic development. Uh, as far as the, the rates for 2018 are concerned, we know the water and sewer rates, they come into effect May 1st, correct? That's correct. Those, those increases of 9% for water and 6% for sewer will be effective May 1st. All right. And as far as the property taxes, that will be on your 2018 tax bill. They usually go out just after Victoria Day in May. Uh, and then you have till the end of June to pay them without any penalty. So, so those will be going out uh, on the usual schedule. And, uh, and those, from that point forward, it, it goes forward in terms of your payment of those taxes. Sure. Uh, we've talked a lot about, um, again, the need to fund projects, uh, they need to find funding for the projects. And, and a word we hear a lot from, uh, from, from residents is, well, how, how is the city, how is the administration uh, finding ways to save money? Are there things that we are doing within City Hall to actually be efficient and, and, and save money where we can? Um, the answer to that is absolutely. Um, every year, part of that budget process is a review of the various, you know, programs and services we provide, uh, the way we go about doing things. Can we be more efficient? Is there a way to generate revenues that we're not getting? That sort of thing. And I'll just give you some examples. Uh, one of the inquiries of council this year that we prepared for them, they asked, you know, what have been the efficiencies, uh, sort of savings to the budget, uh, you know, new revenues generated, whatever, over the last four years. And the answer to that question was about 1.7 
$1.75 million in efficiencies or new revenues have been created. And some of the ones certainly people in the community are, are likely familiar with is our fire service. There was a, a reorganization there uh, a few years ago that saved about $575,000 a year to the operating budget. No small amount. Um, and that was able, to obviously, to be redirected to the things that we needed. Um, other efficiencies, uh, in 2017, when we had a major shortfall in funding from the province, $4.43 million, um, our various departments looked at how they could possibly make up a portion of that, and they came up with about $660,000 in savings in a whole host of areas in the city. And again, what that does is that that allows us to redirect those funds or to try to keep the municipal mill rate increase at a level that's manageable for people. So, so, so the efforts are, are being there and they are uh, being rewarded in some level in, in terms of trying to find, uh, find some of those efficiencies as you just mentioned. Uh, another phrase that... Uh, we heard a, a few times during budget, and it actually came uh, forward in a motion, uh, was around priority budgeting, uh, and then also with that, uh, trying to get ahead of the budget process uh, and move move that up by a few months. And according to that motion, that will be happening this year, correct? Um, that's correct. The motion is that we deliver the budgets to council by October. So we we are working right now to get a plan in place to do that in terms of delivering that budget. Also, one of the concepts we uh, presented to council as part of the pro budgeting process this year is just the concept of priority budgeting, which is it, it, it's, a, it's a very simple concept in that you determine what your priorities are in terms of your budget, whether it's capital or operating. So you determine what's important and you set those criteria and then you're able to rate the various projects or programs in terms of that saying, you know, this one rates very highly so we need to direct money to this. Perhaps this one isn't as high. Maybe that's something we could change or or even eliminate in some cases so that's the concept of priority budgeting and the other concept at the end of the day is is ultimately with priority budgeting you set your priorities but you have to live within your means you you only have you know X number of dollars that you can generate to do those programs so um, it's it's not realistic to think you can do everything at once and they can all be done in one fell swoop so priority budgeting Basically, you're prioritizing what you want to do and you're realizing how much funding you have available and that forms the whole basis of a budget going forward to Council. Our thanks again to City Finance Director Brian Acker for joining us on the Friendly City Insider Podcast, which you can always download through iTunes, Google Play, or listen to right from the City of Moose Jaw's website, moosejaw.ca. And just think, the next time we talk to you, it's going to be spring. So we've got that going for us, which is nice. I'm Craig Hemingway.